Welcome back to Animated by Faith. I'm so glad you guys are joining me back here again for the second episode, and I'm so excited to bring you guys this interview with a good friend of mine and my current professor for storyboard and character design. His name is Mike Gens. He works at the Edinburgh University of Pennsylvania, a vet, veteran in animation. Uh, just to give you guys a little bit of a background on Mike, he studied at Cal Arts, specifically in character animation, and from there, he went on to work at Croyer Animation Studios and joined Disney uh, in 1987 and has worked on not only some of my favorite movies from growing up, but I'm sure some of your guys's. So, Mike, if you could just say hello to everyone and introduce yourself. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Uh, good to be here. Good to spend a little time uh, with uh, uh, Jared. Uh, been a, a good uh, uh, time in, in the storyboarding character design class. It's been good. And so, yeah, uh, well, I, I guess just to add a little bit more to what you shared earlier uh, here, Jared, is that uh, following CalArts, I went to uh, a real tiny little studio um, in North Hollywood that, that did, uh, uh, that did a lot of stop, uh, motion control, live action, special effects, and the, the, the David Stipe's Productions is the, the name of it, and, mm-hmm. um, and he had a a little side project that he was doing for charity. And, and so um, I, I found out about it. I, I can't remember, I don't remember exactly how I found out about it, but I, I, I he hired me to do some, some work uh, that he had already, some production work that he'd already started. And so I just kind of came in and, and, you know, did some breakdowns in betweens and a mm-hmm. uh, little bit of storyboarding and, and, and it was, it was fun. And, and then, and, uh, you know, but he couldn't sustain it, you know, so, so, I was there for about three months, three or four months. And then I went over to filmation because uh, a bunch of guys, uh, well, three other guys that came on from CalArts that were oh, also working on the project. And they said, hey, you want to need a filmation's uh, doing some work on He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. And, mm-hmm. and so I, I went over there and, and, and got a job, the breakdown artist, I believe. And then I went to, got promoted to assistant animator. And that was in 1984. Um, so... I did that for three and a half years. And then from there, I, I picked up freelance here and there. Um, uh, Filmation had some, if you want additional work, you can take home on the weekend. And, and they give you, I think you give like a week to, to, to finish it. Um, and then and then uh, Don Bluth, his studio was in Van Nuys. And so that was nice and convenient because I, I stopped in on my way home from Filmation to pick up some stuff, some freelance. And I did that. That was like 1986. Um, I worked on American Tale, the very, very, very first one where Fievel gets lost, comes to America with his family mm-hmm. gets lost, and so I did, that was a real learning experience. And working with John Pomeroy and Vera Lamfer and, um, and 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 you know Don Bluth and stuff. So uh, that was my real first experience to feature a feature animation. And then shortly thereafter, uh, I went. I started on 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 Who Framed Roger Rabbit um, in 1987, and you know Steven Spielberg and, gosh, Robert Zemeckis. Yeah, Zemeckis. He, yeah, yeah. He directed uh, 
the uh, the, the film. Okay. And, and Richard Williams was the, the supervising animator. He's like the director of the animation sequences uh, in, in that movie. And he was based in London. Um, mm -hmm. And I uh, worked on a, on a Toontown sequence that, that, that they, they sent back to, or they sent to Los Angeles to, yep. because they just couldn't finish it in the film in, 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 in England. So, uh, but it was a really great experience. And, you know, I got to work with Dale and, and Jane Bear um, and I learned a lot from them. And, and then, you know, that, that was a really great experience. I, I just learned so much uh, learning, you know, working in animation and, and live action. It was like a, mm -hmm. you know, kind of an innovative, technique and it was all the animation was all on one so they give you these photostats you know the large photostats and you just put them on your pegs and your, mm -hmm. on your animation disc and then you would you, you know you could a, take a clean sheet of paper and go over and draw your characters over the uh over the the rigs that they were the, that were holding props under a big sound stage they had like a like a, a a stage and underneath that stage they had the puppeteers that were holding the props and mm -hmm. and it was really cool to you know to and challenging to to learn something i had never done before um and it was great but it, the experience at filmation was really good for me even though it was television the quality was not a full you know uh character animation and 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 high production value but it but it really taught me to to learn how to work quick uh, learn how to uh, meet a deadline and, 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 and not obsess too much over whether a drawing was perfect or not. But what it meant was that it, you know, just, a, well, it gave me just a good, a little bit of experience, you know, three and a half years of experience of working professionally, uh, mm -hmm. which was really good to, you know, before going in kind of cold at Disney, you know, hit yeah. the wrong. so I had, a, I hit the ground running, but, but it, but, it was the timing was really good for me. It was a really, I was very blessed, very fortunate to have had that opportunity. I mean, it's kind of just amazing just to see the time where you just landed at Disney right in that Renaissance era, because then you went on to go work on uh, Little Mermaid, Lion King, Pocahontas, Hercules, Mulan, Tarzan. I mean, just some of my favorite movies from growing up. And it's just really amazing and just really inspiring to see someone being being so fortunate just to be there at that time. And to just kind of be a light in that company, it's really amazing just to see. So the first question I wanted to start off was, what was your favorite movie or favorite sequence or shots that you got to work on at any of the studios that you worked at? Yeah, that, that you know, that's a, a, a really great question. It's, it's a tough question to, to answer because it it, it really it was different for each picture and each mm -hmm. picture had a different challenge in it and a different uh demands and and different uh, uh and, and and just any any way you looked at it you know so i you i really can't just say oh this is my this is my favorite the i mean i i really i'm one that the ones that are very memorable to me um i mean definitely um because that my first feature film roger rabbit but I went on to Oliver and Company, which was a film that was right after Roger Rabbit. Yep. And, 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 you know, just being able to work in an environment where it was a bigger crew because mm -hmm. Roger Rabbit was just a small crew, it was like 15 of us. And, yeah. and we were kind of in a small building. Um, uh, but the main 
feature that was going on at the time was uh Oliver and Company. Yeah. Um so that was just my so I that's kind of felt like where I got my 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 feet a little wet wetter there mm-hmm. and Oliver and Company and got to meet other guys that I, I've known but not really had worked with before. So uh but uh Little Mermaid, you know, I mean loved working with Sean Keller, um, yeah. Tom Ferreter. I was casted on the work with the eels, the Ursula's, mm-hmm. the two sidekicks that you know mm-hmm. that that the, that the villain was fought, was being followed was followed around by the villain. So, but then you know, and then I would say you know um, that rescuers down under, and you really learned uh, you know a lot working with Bill Berg. Following that, uh, I want to say you know Lion King was a, a huge uh, learning um, uh, opportunity for me because I had never done a quadruped before and. Mm-hmm. And, and it was fun just to learn the mechanics of, of, of how four-legged creatures move and, mm-hmm. you know, and, 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 and before getting into production, starting production, I was working with uh, Chris Sanders. He's a, uh, he's a, the, the uh, character designer and art director. I think he was a, he was the art director, he was a character designer, but he was also re- just really great at, at just anything that he did. Um, you know, he went on to do the, how to train your dragons and, mm-hmm. and directed those. And, but, uh, so I did, I was doing some cleanup drawings. I, he gave me his roughs and I'd clean them up and then they'd do some color testing of the yeah. characters. They were just images of the characters that, that, that they were, you know, um, design, that he had designed Timon and, uh, Nala, young Nala, um, mm-hmm. uh, young Simba. Uh, I remember those and, and I have some drawings still of that. I should, oh, shoot, I should have, uh, uh, I, I could send some uh, images of those if you'd like me to. Okay. Um, but yeah, and it was really great because he'd, he'd make a bunch of notes and say, okay, no, we gotta, we gotta do this, we gotta fix this. And mm-hmm. um, so I was, I was able to get on really early um, and did some pre-production with, with Chris on, on, um, on Lion King. And then, and then I got onto the actual production part of it where we, I, I was a, a rough assistant with uh tony de rosa who was a lead animator for uh, uh, adult nala and uh and then it was great working with him because i knew him from cal arts and and then he, he he so he knew me he he trusted me with some shots and and so uh, he had done some rough animation and, and but he hadn't tied down the scene so i he said hey you want to you want to um, tie this scene down i've got just a couple i've got a few keys here and it was a scene where uh, Simba is tumbling down the, the hill yep. uh, with Nala, and then she mm-hmm. licks him on the on, on the on the cheek here, mm-hmm. um, and and that was really kind of neat because I felt like I, I was really now taking a little more responsibility, and that was a lot of fun. And and I think it was Pocahontas. That film was a a lot more realistic, and and the, the yeah. movie we used a lot of live action uh, footage. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and got to work with Glenn Keane. Um, my time on, on Pocahontas was great because, you know, I had worked with Tony for a while and, and I kind of felt like I wanted to be challenged. And so I, I loved working with Glenn Keane on Pocahontas uh, because I, I learned so much from seeing him, watching him and, and his drawings and, you know, how, how this, he has such a strong, he's such a strong draftsman and designer and amazing mm-hmm. animator and, you know, got to stay up late nights talking to him and, you know, sharing a pizza, just him and I, and, and, and it was great, you know, him having a conversation just like you and I are having right now and, and asking him, you know, who, you know, who his influences are, you know, mm-hmm. who, who does he see? What, ins- who inspires him, you know, and, 
because I was really curious to know that, you know, uh, uh, and, and myself, you know, and, mm-hmm. uh, and, 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 but then, you know, then, uh, Hercules was awesome. I got to work with Tony again and, you know, mm-hmm. I was on the gods, uh, Zeus and Hera. Yeah. And the, the gods and, you know, Mount Olympus, that first shot in Hercules, you see the gods, you know, in a big party and mm-hmm. introducing the birth of little Herc- baby Hercules. So I did yeah. that shot there, uh, that opening shot. And, and it was, uh, it was good. Uh, you know, so every film, uh, every project had a challenge, a different challenge. So the mm-hmm. same, which is your favorite is really a tough one. <laughs> But yeah. I loved, I loved the, everyone had a, had a, a unique moment. Even the ones I didn't, there was one that I, that mm-hmm. I didn't, wasn't as favorable with Mulan because Mulan was, uh, I just got promoted animator to full animator. And then, and then Mulan was uh, being done in Florida, but I was in California. So it was a lot of, yeah. it was a little, it felt a little less personal. And I didn't have that, that, that same personal interaction I did uh, previously with my other, the other films and experiences with directors which was really tough on me. I, I think, uh, I, so that was a film that I felt like was a, a challenge, but it also learned from that, you know, as well. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like early, uh, like zooming for the first time, you know, if yeah. you can relate to that, you know, it was go, you know, taking a class via zoom, it just didn't feel right. It just didn't feel mm-hmm. personal. It just didn't feel, you know, like you were in the same room, like mm-hmm. working with the, the the directing animators and the other artists and you know and it felt a little isolated kind of felt separated so but you know hey it it, it 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 wasn't what it was you know and i did learn uh, um, things that uh, well on that picture and um so yeah and you know working on animals with tarzan it was great you know um uh did with on the incidental animals uh mm-hmm. that so that was challenging you know to 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 work a, a game with, with, four, with uh, four-legged creatures, you know, you know, I did a little bit of the elephant stampede and the mm-hmm. little baboon, the baby baboon that was carrying those umbrella around. Yeah. So it was kind of cool working on those characters. That's awesome. From going on from that, I just want to kind of the focus more on the face side of our lives. Um, just to let you know, I've been a born-again Christian now for two years and I actually got saved through COVID. And, uh, <laughs> That's great. And, uh, but and just being able to come to Edinburgh and surround myself uh, with brothers and sisters who are like-minded, and especially um, in a in a liberal arts school, I guess, or just in anywhere, any art studio, I feel like nowadays can be very secular and depends where you are. And I just feel like a lot of the world is very secular nowadays. It's just really inspiring to like find, like you had mentioned, uh, Glenn Keane and Glenn just being just such an outspoken Christian. And just like you said, just being able to sit down with him and just talk to him like he's just a brother of yours. It's just uh, such an amazing thing to have. And I was kind of wondering if you could just kind of introduce yourself, uh, like uh, about your faith and uh, how you kind of were brought up from that and how you put that into your work or how you created relationships with that uh, at your time at CalArts or anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Uh, sure. Um, well, I was brought up Catholic and, and mm-hmm. you know, went through um, a lot of the, you know, going to church on Sundays and, 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 and doing the, 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 the routine thing it felt a little, little formal. But I remember the very first time, my first, very first spiritual experience was with my mother. She took me to uh, La Basilica, where, where Juan Diego uh, was uh, 
he, he, the, the, the Virgin of Guadalupe appeared to him. Mm-hmm. And, and they built a church there. It was called La Basilica. And, and so uh, my mom was from Mexico City. And, and so I, I, we, we were there and she took me and I went inside. And I remember being really afraid because I, I just saw uh, this, uh, this man on the cross, you know, with all, it was all this mm-hmm. bleeding and everything. And I was afraid. And, I, and my mom said, no, don't be afraid. You know, that's, uh, that's Jesus. You know, he, he, he died for us. And and I remember that so clearly. I must have been like maybe five years old, and 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 so I knew that very very early on about God and Jesus, and mm-hmm. you know, and and but you know, I wasn't you know growing up. Uh, I think you become you become to be more aware of of your faith uh, as you get older and mm-hmm. and experience. And I think at Disney was definitely a time where. Tony and, and Glenn Keane and Ron Husband, they would they would take turns leading Bible studies. And, mm-hmm. and I was going through a rough period of time, rough period of time personally. And 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 so I I, I remember they were still they were on Tuesdays, you know, and, and I, 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 I I I went in and brought, you know, brought in a, brought my Bible and um mm-hmm. and they they shared a passage and then we all, you know, walked, you know, read from a chapter, you know, a, a mm-hmm. certain passage and then we uh, went around and, and, and discussed it and, and it was just an hour it was over lunch uh, on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. And so it was really great to see other Christians, you know, that were uh, that, 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 that were really, in a, a, you know, Hollywood and, and trying to be a, a, light, a, a light in the world of, in, in a dark place, you know, definitely mm-hmm. that's where, where, where it was, you know, and, and so it was fun to, and, and really spiritually a, a place to grow and and so yeah and then and tony invited me to his church and so i, I went to a what's called emmanuel evangelical church it was not catholic but um I, so i went i took you know i took a up, up on his invitation it was in burbank um and 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 not far from the studio you know a few miles mm-hmm. and and then i started going to uh, sunday school adult sunday school and then i got more involved with the church i did uh, um, some ushering and then got into a men's Bible study and was in that Bible study for about five years. It meant like at five thirty in the morning, and, <laughs> and yeah, five thirty in the morning, and and it was on Thursdays and and met a bunch of really great guys, you know, and, and you know awesome. it, was, it, it was really great to to have that support, you know, and accountability, mm. and I I, I kind of uh, then then I, I moved to Pennsylvania. My uh, my office mate D- at Disney, Bill Waldman. And I, he was also very strong, uh, uh, Christian Catholic and, and, uh, he, uh, um, uh, you know, told me about Edinburgh, they were looking for a full-time professor to teach. And so I, I came out, you know, and, and did an interview and, and, uh, but that, that, I think that was a real challenging time because, uh, I started to experience some pain in my right, uh, wrist and, and I didn't know what it was, but it, it, I know that it kept hurting more and more and more. And, and so this teaching opportunity came to me really just thought I really kind of felt like I think God would really was changing my, the direction of my life, you know? So, mm-hmm. so I, I, and, and I hadn't, I had just been promoted not long, not, not that long ago, you know? So I kind of felt why, you know, I just, this is my livelihood. How could I be going through this? And, you know, I was very, very, uh, uh, uh anxiety. It kind of felt mm-hmm. like uncertain, you know, I didn't know what, you know, how could this be happening? You know, you know, I had a, a house and everything in, in LA and I was very happy there, but, you know, it, I think there's a, a time where, you know, God will put these challenges in your life and, 
and he wants us to grow. He wants us to move forward. He wants us to, 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 to learn. And, 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 and that's part of, you know, growing in, in, uh, it's to per- persevere through, through uh, challenges, you know? So I was going yeah. through real tough ones and, 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 and then coming out here, it was, it was, it was a culture shock for me, you know, it was, you know, it was very different, you know, than where mm-hmm. I came from a, a, a uh, where there's a lot of diversity, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. and you can hear Spanish, my language, you know, and, and mm-hmm. yeah, my, my, you know, my, that's my first language, you know, my mom being from Mexico city, my father from uh, Argentina. Um, and, and so I, I, I missed that. And I missed my friends mm-hmm. working at, at Disney and, uh, but then, you know, I, I, I felt, well, it's not, it'll, it'll, it'll be okay, you know, cause it'll be just a few years and, you know, and get better and heal and, and go back into, into production. But, I just, and then all of a sudden, you know, I just really loved working with the students because they just were, were so hungry to want to learn. Uh, and, and, and I really got into that, you know. And, and so uh, then it's now 20, you know, 20, almost 23 years later, you know, and wow. August will be 23 years that I came out in 1999. Uh, and, I, and I had worked, uh, you know, 15 years uh, previously in the industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all those, I look back and I'm thinking, you know, I, I can see how God was orchestrating every detail, yeah. uh, every moment in my life. It's never been an accident. There's nothing that's mm-hmm. been by chance, you know, yeah. a purpose every step of the way, you know, and, mm-hmm. and knowing how, the best way to serve, you know, um, is, you know, we, we, he gifted us with the talent, you know, and we have yeah. a, a responsibility to use it. And, 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 and I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm using it now differently than I was when I first started, you know, yeah. passing on knowledge and information, then actually executing it, you know, as a professional, mm-hmm. a very different thing, but it's, you know, very challenging because you want to make sure that you're conveying your thoughts, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. and, and concepts that someone else can understand because you can have, you can be a great animator. You can be a great artist. You can be a great, you know, draftsman and designer, mm-hmm. but but it, it takes a, 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 a gift to be able to pass along that knowledge. It doesn't yeah. just, you can't just teleport it to someone mm-hmm. mentally, you know? And that's when I think my experience at Disney was really great because when Glenn would go over a drawing of mine or Tony or, you know, John mm-hmm. Palmer would do a drawing and go over my rough and I go, oh gosh, you know what? I really, sh-, you know, uh, then, then I kind of use that, that same strategy in my teaching However, you know, now that things are done digitally, you know, I can't just sit there and do a, a physical drawing over a, a light table like these guys mm-hmm. did for me. Um, so I, 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 I feel like professionally, there's still growing I need to do because I, I'm not fully completely migrated over to the digital realm yet. You know, I yeah. kind of feel like I still need to learn a lot, you know, um, uh, but it, it, life is always a learning process. You, you know, we're always mm-hmm. going to be learning whether it's spiritually, whether it's uh, what your discipline is about, you know, whether you're going into backgrounds, animation or storyboarding, it, you're always going to be learning. Uh, but that's that, that's the best part about living, you know. And so I'm mm-hmm. I'm excited about that. And and you know I I do my devotions in the morning. I read through the word, you know, I have my uh, passages. I kind of feel like that that's something that I, I can't does not not do, you know, yeah. because that gives me some perspective. Mm-hmm. gives me a foundation that knowing that I'm not, I'm not walking alone here, you know, I, yeah. I, I got, uh, 
the support that 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 I, that's going to get me through the day. Yeah. Um, so you know, I I I, I never want to just come across that it's all self driven or it's all self promoted. It's not. You know, I cannot tell you that it's not anything about me. It's about how God's using my talent and my the gift that He's He's, he's given me mm-hmm. uh, to to do what I do. Uh, to make a living at what I what I've been doing uh, for the past you know thirty, well fifteen you know and then yeah. fifteen years plus the twenty three you know thirty seven years you know I mean it's it's uh, every day has got something new to uh, to offer and and I'm still growing I mean I kind of feel mm-hmm. you know um, but yeah so that's that's hopefully that that kind of maybe answers that question. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, but like you were talking about with accountability, I think it's really important in not only our lives, but also in our work, especially in animation. I talked about this a little bit in my first episode, how even even on the first day of your class, you talked about how everybody in that room wasn't really competitors, were there to help each other and to learn from each other. And that the kids at the other schools, those are our competitors and everything else, but we're there to learn from each other and to just grow on each other. And I really feel like, just like it says in Proverbs 27, that iron sharpens iron. And I really like how you talked about being able to go back um, to that story about you doing devotionals with guys at 530, starting the day off right. You know, you don't see that nowadays. People don't want to wake up at 530 and... But it's just really awesome to see um, you being able to do that, especially through that time at Disney. And, you know, I get a lot of questions myself from uh, friends or family um, questioning, like, why I want to work for a company like that. That's so secular. And I'm like, well, where else would you rather be? You want to be a light. You want to be there to and allow people to experience, if not only Jesus, but just experience a good friend to have and just to be there for them, supporting them. I think it's really important, but that's really inspiring, Mike. Thank you for sharing all that. Yeah, you know, I, and and I, I've seen, I, I've seen uh, artists. I mean, world world class artists that become born born again Christians, and you know that that that, that were I never thought in a million years it would they, they would ever convert, but you know, God's spirit, you know, can can change and uh, mm-hmm. uh, any, any any the most hardened heart, you know, and and I. Yeah. And, I, I was like blown away, you know, and, and, uh, 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 and, and just, uh, you know, really, really, really grateful, you know, that we're able to work and use our talent and as a, as a way of, uh, you know, like, like worshiping and your uh, being an inspiration, you know, to others, yeah. uh, your, you know, I have a really good relationship with uh, Jordan Coe. Um, he's a, a student that graduated 10 years ago, actually. And, but it didn't seem like it was 10 years ago. And, and I, I remember taking him and a couple other kids to, to California. And we went to um, uh, that the CTN conference. And it was just the very, very first trip that we went out there. And, and then, and then uh, we ran and we, we got uh, some tickets to, you know, to, to go to the main lot at Disney. And I said, Oh, that's great. You know, because I haven't been there in a while. And then I ran into Mike Gabriel and, and they had a screening and, and, and Jordan wanted to, you know, he was so, uh, it, he was like a kid in a candy store for the very first time. <laughs> and, and he just said, man, and I said, I got it. I got to head home. So we got to leave. And, and he said, well, we want to stay. 
I said, well, if you guys want to stay, you're going to have to walk home. It was a three mile plus walk. And <laughs> they didn't have Uber back then, you know, and yeah. anything like that, you know, and it was late at night. And so I said, okay, I, I'm, I got to go. But, you know, because my, I was staying at my, my friend uh, Bill's house and he, he, he would go to bed early. So but I'll let you guys, you know, here and, and you guys can make your, as long as you're, you're fine. And, but, you know, I, and I still have a relationship with him and, 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 and it's, 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 it's great to, you know, be able to, uh, uh, see students go on and, and, and make their own mark in the industry. And, mm-hmm. you know, and he's not only in, uh, been storyboarding, he's been directing and, you know, gone to, over on Netflix and now he's back at, at, at Nickelodeon, but he's done, mm-hmm. you know, worked for Renegade with Tom and Jerry. And, and yeah. uh, it's been great to, you know, to see how students are just out there doing some really great stuff. And um, so it just, give, it further just kind of gives uh, affirmation that this is kind of the, mm-hmm. The direction that I was meant to do, meant to be in, and um, and so we'll uh, keep going as long as I can do it, you know. And yeah. in, in the meantime, I, I enjoy it. Uh, and um, but yeah, yeah, get count accountability. That's a that's a big one. You got to got to kind of have someone you can share your faith with. Um, uh, but yeah, those guys at in in L.A. Uh, uh, were great, you know. And I remember. Mm-hmm being challenged to go to men's conferences, you know, and mm-hmm. I went to one not long, not long ago, a few weeks ago, I uh, went to a men's conference here in Erie. And then they had another one online that I did. That was great. And it just, you know, and those are kind of like, you know, those moments that you can resting points that to recharge your batteries between the week, you know, mm-hmm. uh, or between the weekends, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. and, uh, to get a full charge then, but yeah, it's good to, to, to be able to have, uh, you know, some, you know, uh, accountability and, and, and mm-hmm. share your faith with others. And yeah. You know, get Glenn King, King would always say like, we're in a race, you know, and then there's a, a, a passage in the Bible that correlates the growing in the faith as like a race, you know, you, you're not run, you're not competing for a crown that, that will perish, uh, you know, but you're, you're, mm-hmm. you're, 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 you're running toward, your eternity and and you're you're running and doing the things that you can uh, uh, do um that that will get you closer and 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 you correlate say oh yeah i know and he says yeah mike i said i i see i see that we're on this race and 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 you're over there and you know tony's over there and ron is over there and you know, Tony and the Bancroft brothers, you know, Tony, you know, the yeah. other Tony, he's over there. So he's, it's really great, you know, how he correlated. And, and then he, we were working late one night on Pocahontas and he was showing me this, this these books that he illustrated uh, called Adam Raccoon. Yeah, Adam Raccoon. Yeah. He would use the lion uh, as a metaphor, you know, uh, uh, that just spoke wisdom to, mm-hmm. you know, as a metaphor uh, to represent him as being Jesus and, you know, and, and God and, 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 Rack, and Adam was like this little child, you know, was always distracted mm-hmm. by something and there was always an adventure and he gets himself in trouble and, and the lion comes in and basically puts him back on track. And that's like us yeah. as our humanity will distract us, will throw us temptations, distractions, you mm-hmm. know, um, whatever they, whatever that may be, you know, and, and, and so, so, you know, he, he took out a book and, and he sh- showed it to me and, and he, uh, did a little rack, did a little Adam raccoon drawing in the front of it, you know, and he signed it and gave it to me. I go, man, this is great. Glenn, I really appreciate this. And I have it that I have that book. And, uh, and then he gave me a script of a book, another book that he wrote that, that he, uh, personalized for me. Um, and, and so I, yeah. I kind of feel that, 
Glenn's always been someone that been a, a role model for me. And Tony has mm-hmm. been also a role model to, for me. And Ron Husband been a role model to me. And, and I think it, it's, that's what it, it takes to, you know, to, uh, uh, you know, to take a, uh, a mentoring, you know, having mm-hmm. a mentor that can guide you. And, and I feel like this is kind of the, the people that have really mentored me and, and our job is, you know, then to eventually do that, do the same with, with others, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. And that's what I love about animation and just storytelling in general. It's just like how life-changing it can be and inspiring. In the book of James, it's the verse that I based this podcast off of where it talks about um, every good and perfect gift um, comes from the Father above. And the Bible also talks about how no father should give his children bad presents. That's why I really feel like a movie can be a life-changing thing. And for me especially, uh, I originally wasn't even planning on doing animation at all. Uh, Edinburgh was my last school that I ever wanted to go to. I didn't want to go here at all. But then God just kind of was like, no, you're going to go here and it's going to be perfect for you. And you're going to do so well further on from here. And it's just really just been awesome seeing how just in the past two years, um, God has just changed my life and animation. It's just an amazing thing. And I really just feel like the Bible itself is just the greatest story of all time. And the storytelling in that is just unmatched. And I just really think that we just need more like, uh, like the Prince of Egypt is like one of my favorite movies of all time. And I talk about this with my friends all the time about how there needs to be more, uh, Bible content and animation. I know uh, Tony Bancroft, he left Disney to go uh, try to create a Christian production studio, animation studio. And uh, Glenn does Adam Raccoon, like you talked about. It's just really inspiring just to see, even right now with the Angel Studios, they're making, I don't know if you've seen it, it's a computer animated, but it's uh, David. It's the story of David. It looks really amazing. And I've been looking so forward to it. And it's just been really inspiring. And uh, just it's really just funny to see how, how well storytelling um, from the Bible and just into animation correlate. And I just think it's really something that animators are really something that God can use. You know, I feel like being an animator is like one of the best things that you can ever get. People want to be pastors. And I myself contemplated going to seminary school. I was going to a transfer from here and I was going to go somewhere else. I was trying to go to Liberty University down in Virginia. But then I was just thinking about like uh, a pastor and I feel like a lot of people, whenever they go to church, they just turn on their church ears and things just go in one ear and out the other. But then when you create something, when you're a kid and you're sitting down or even an adult and you're watching a movie, it sticks with you, you know, like the movies that we've talked about and everything that you've worked on. Like, I remember line from line a lot of the stuff because it's just it gets synced into your mind um, when you're a kid. And that's what I just love about how Jesus described um, what our faith should be like, that we have to have the faith of a child. And I just really feel like that's really a reason why. I'm in animation because you have to think like a child a lot, you know, you're making balls bounce, you're making giraffes do all these things and just making, you're making life basically. And I think it's just amazing to see and just amazing to compare that with just God creating all of us and just creating everything. So 
that's awesome. That's a powerful message that you had there. So I'm really thankful for you sharing that. And uh, going next, I want to go to where you talked about how the media and animation itself has changed. How you talked about how you said you're not even quite ready for like switching all the way over to digital, like you said. But it's just been amazing just to kind of see the evolution of animation just in the past 50 years. And I just wanted to ask you what it was like for you. Like, what was the worst and best part of, especially being at Disney uh, Rescuers Down Under, which was the first computer colored uh, animation, I believe. And especially with you working feature animation, going from cells and now it's digital. Just what was kind of the, what have been your favorite parts of that or some of your less favorite parts of that? Yeah, I, I mean, I was there when 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 they were painting cells. I mean, I mm-hmm. I, I experienced, I, I witnessed it, and um, you know, uh, I thought that was the most fascinating thing to see that 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 process that was so oh that process that it's just so painstaking. But there was a real passion that people had and loved it, and and a, a sense of romanticism, you know, that the, the ink and that. Uh, uh, that was on one side of the cell that was uh, mm-hmm. a, a different color. The the tone and the color was different. And the back side of the cell was painted, you know, to color in the shape. Uh, and, and to be able to witness all that is, was amazing, you know. And, and, and I, I, I guess that what I really loved about that time period is the physical, the material part, the physical mm-hmm. aspect where of the creation process. And, and I, I, whereas, whereas nowadays, it's all digital. It, they're all assets that exist in, in, in a file. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not physical unless you print yeah. it out. But even though when mm-hmm. you print it out, it's just a print. It's mm-hmm. not an original piece of artwork that was created by hand yeah. by, by, by an artist. And, 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 you know, everything from the rough an, from the storyboarding to the layouts, the rough animation to the cleanup and then to the, the painting, the, the ink and painting cells, you know. Yeah, it, it was not the most cost efficient, you know, mm-hmm. way of, but, but it was what it was the way things were done back then. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I think features and, you know, budgets are, are not any, are, are not any cheaper just because they're digital and then because mm-hmm. they're, you know, done in a computer. Uh, but I do believe that the process is a lot more efficient now yeah. in, in computer technology uh, so I guess my favorite part is that, you know, I, I, you know, that, that I liked is that being able to, you know, my, my, the very first experience I had it with that was when Ken O'Connor, he was a, a an Australian, uh, uh, layout artist, uh, that worked for Disney for, you know, 45, 50 years. I can't remember exactly, but he, uh, uh did all the, the layouts, uh, uh, for, you know, not all of it, he, you know, he's a, he's a lead, a lead layout man for Pinocchio and Cinderella and, uh, Dumbo. Leaving the Tramp and Snow White. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I remember him telling us and, and, and about his experiences and then and then bringing in the artwork into the classroom and, and pinning it up on the wall. These pans that were like eight feet, eight foot long pans, you know, and they were 16 mm-hmm. field and be able to see the, the cells and the the the, the, the colored pack backgrounds. And it, it, you, you sit there and you would just stare at it and, it, and, and you, you say that, I mean, how can someone literally with a pen, with a, mm-hmm. with a dip pen, go in there and draw a, a line that's 
so flawless. It had yeah. no, how, 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 I, 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 my, my, my jaw dropped, you know, and, and all mm-hmm. of us, the whole class, like whole, at Cal Arts, and I remember my, my classes, there was just, uh, I knew like maybe 30 of us, you know, 30 students. Mm-hmm. And, but uh, it was, it was very overwhelming to, 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 to see that, that physical, the artwork. And, and, uh, you know, I have a collection, you know, I have some on my walls back here. I don't know if you guys can see, but you, in the background, you can see, you know, I have some, you know, from Lady the Tramp. I have yeah. stuff from um, Cinderella, Chuck Jones, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I have the, the Reluctant Dragon, mm-hmm. uh, Ward Kimball, and I have some stuff from Snow White upstairs and Sleeping Beauty. And I got, a, you know, because to me, it's like I, that physical stuff. I, when I, every, each time I go up and down the stairs, I'll, I'll, I'll pause and I'll just look at that, you know, mm-hmm. and it, it, to me, it inspires me, uh, the draftsmanship and the, 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 the knowledge of, of, of anatomy and the, the, the design, the, 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 the personalities that, that, that they evoke, that they, they brought to life in these characters, you know, and to me, it's like, it, I love that, that, and I, I can't, with computers you know you'd have to go in there and see a film and then still frame it you know you can see it on the screen but you can't see a thinking process when i look at those drawings it has a a, the thinking process underneath because i can see where the artist was struggling where he was what direction they were going and and they're Mm -hmm. you know trying to resolve a, a you know trying to come up with a solution whether it was staging or an expression or a pose or yeah. silhouette value, I look at that and I, I'm constantly look. I never get tired of looking at that stuff, you know. So, mm-hmm. you know, and it and it and it's great to to you know to and I have books, you know, and and films, and you know, I, I you know, I I, I think uh, you know, I have, and I'm currently working on a on a film myself that. I, haven't touched in a little while, but I'm going to get back into it this summer. Uh, and, and on my sabbatical that I, 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 I have coming up that I can take some time to, you know, und- give it some undivided, undivided attention, mm-hmm. uh, because I kind of feel like it's, a, you know, we got to keep practicing our craft, you know? Yeah. Uh, if we teach it, it's, fun, it's one thing, but to practice it, you know, is a different thing, you know? And so mm-hmm. as, as practitioners, you know, as people, as faculty, you know, we want to be doing both. Yeah. I really like how you, uh, like that, like you said, that physical feeling of the art, it's just like unmatched. And I really feel like that's just even in our class that we have right now, I feel like that's just something that's just been lost even just over the past couple of years um, or decades, I guess you could say. Going on from that, um, like you said, like having the principles, like you said, even before how you talked about that, we're always learning, we're always evolving, um, both our faith and our artwork. What are some of the principles that you think are most important that we can take from scripture and apply to animation? Oh, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a good, great, that's a great question. You know, I think you shared a, 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 the one uh, about iron sharpens iron. That, that's a mm-hmm. that's a great one. I remember you know Glenn talking about that, and you know how we uh, need to encourage and challenge one another, and and keep each other. You know, the same thing that is a great analogy for accountability. You know, is mm-hmm. keeping each other you know sharp and you know spiritually and and also with our skills, um, tangibility being able to to translate that from a spiritual realm into the mm-hmm. 
into a, a physical realm, you know, taking a drawing or, or you're creating a pose or you're creating a, a shot or you're animating a scene. Uh, but, but it's, it's, it's being able to, you know, give, you give the control to God, uh, 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 he's in control, ultimately in control of all things and, and be then, and, and trusting him that he's going to use mm-hmm. you as an instrument, as a tool to create a task or to, you know, teach a lesson or yeah. to uh, convey a concept, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, create a pose, you know, that for someone, yeah. that, you know, trying to learn how to stage a shot that maybe the, 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 the angle is not the best angle. And so mm-hmm. that that's, I think that's direct ways that, that where we can take our faith and, and knowing that we're giving God control and, t- and trust. Mm-hmm. Uh, trust the Lord with all your God, with all your heart and all your mind, and 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 mm-hmm. he'll and he'll set your paths straight. That that I mean, that's yeah. kind of like where I think it it would um, you have to let go and 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 not try to control things because it's not the way we're meant to. That was not the way we're created. Yeah. Um, and I think it, our work becomes more powerful when we when we when we let you know our Almighty God to take control. And, and let him uh, direct us. You know, we're 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 just pa- we're just passing through. We're passengers. You know, he's in the mm-hmm. driver's seat, and this is not our home. Ultimately, you know, um, mm-hmm. we're just travelers. It's a it, we're we're on a journey. So what we're, what what are we doing? What impacts are we making on this journey? Mm-hmm. You know, how are we, you know, helping others along? You know, um, it's not about being selfish and self you know, mm-hmm. but, but being able to help others, you know, and yeah, you know, we get caught in, in our worldliness, you, you know, we're human and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, but yeah, I think it, there's always a recalibrating, recalibrating ourselves to, to check back and, and say, okay, uh, you know, and evaluate, you know, mm-hmm. what, what, what did I do today that could have been better, could have been better, yeah. You know, how did I handle that situation that we got advising right now coming up, you know, and students are uh, taking, taking classes for mm-hmm. next fall semester. So I got emails that I've got to get back to a student. So, you know, I know that I, I, you know, uh, you know, I need to be there for that. The students to just even know how to select a course that uh, have a, a curriculum that they be able to manage and, mm-hmm. and get, you know, have a set of classes that they're going to be happy with, you know? And so, yeah you know, it's not the most fun part about being a faculty, but mm-hmm. it's, it's part of the package, you know? And so sometimes, you know, we, 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 we want to pick and choose what we like and, but, but it's not about that. It's about, you know, the overall thing, you know, a job, you know, has other responsibilities. And I think those are just as important, even though we may try to like, Oh, well, you know, I don't want to do that right now. And, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, we're going to go into our last question. Uh, what would be your biggest piece of advice for uh, someone listening right now, whether it be uh, based on faith or just in life or animation right now? What would be your biggest piece of advice to someone listening right now? Yeah, well, you you, you really uh, you got some great questions, that, and and they're not just you know turn around pat pat answers that you can just dole out. You know, <laughs> you know, I I love that. Uh, when when Dr. Seuss, uh, Th- Theodore Geisel, remember that mm-hmm. the, the film that we saw, the political Dr. Seuss, they asked yeah. him, you know, what, you know, because he had written so many books and so many il- illustrated mm-hmm. so many 
books with a lot of great messages and mm-hmm. and and they asked him you know in late in his career you know what else what else is it that you want what is it what else is it you want to say you know to to humanity mm-hmm. what is there you know and 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 I really can't even remember what he says, but the, the fact is that 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 that, 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 that there, it's going to be different for everyone, you know. I mean, de- depending on on um, you know the who the person is, the advice that you're going to give. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, my advice to someone is, is not going to be the same one. Every person, um, because we all have different goals. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think that you know, to me, uh, the most important advice, I think, is, is, is to live your life knowing that we, you, you, you're limited, you know, you're limited uh, until you open, you know, your heart and, 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 and accept God as your savior and being mm-hmm. able to let him give you the, the strength, the, 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 the confidence, the, mm-hmm. the perseverance, and knowing he's going to be with you wherever you go, you know, mm-hmm. and not be afraid yeah. uh, to not be afraid, but, to, you know, and have faith. And, 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 and because that's all we need, it, you know, we take this, that first step, but God will be with us at every step of the way. That's kind of what I, what I would say, is, you know, you know, you got, you got, you, faith is going to take you a lot further than in life than you would if you were just do it on your own. Yeah. You know? But, uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a tough, tough questions. A really good one. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, I appreciate you being able and just taking the time to think through them and give me some really awesome answers, Mike. And I really just appreciate you taking the time to come on here again. Uh, just really blessed to have this opportunity and just to get you to get to know you better. I'm just really thankful for this. We'll, we'll, we'll see you uh, in class next, uh, next Monday. Yeah. And, uh, To everyone listening, thank you guys for joining us on another episode, our second episode. This has been the interview with Mike Gens, and I'm going to leave you guys with the words from Walt. Well, a beautiful tomorrow just to dream away. That says we're going places. There's progress ahead.